Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Pastor Bernard Karyukimbogwa. Pastor Bernard is a resident pastor at Grace Point Church. Hey, good people. Welcome to Truthful Thursday. Focus on the family. Today, our topic of reflection is marriage entails the loving leadership of the man. Marriage entails the loving leadership of the man. Our culture today frowns and dislikes male leadership. If you like it, our culture today have a low opinion of male leadership. Pastor Musimi and Pastor Makabundo in the book Love, Bila Regrets argue that many men have grossly abused this calling and mistreated their wives and children. They further state that the words male leadership brings with them baggage for some and pain for others. End of quote. Some claim that traditional gender roles are no longer valid. Some define male leadership as dominance, morbid aggression, and argue that in the advent of empowered ladies, that dominance, that morbid aggression is waning off. What a man can do, a woman can do even better, they say tongue-in-cheek. What of toxic masculinity? deadbeat duds and jaded men routinely accompanied by catchy memes like real dads support their children without the law telling them they have to what of the disrespected men what of the one clueless of what leadership entails in his dating relationship What of the man or the man unable to lead his own family? This and more have left most men extremely unguarded, undefended, unarmed, unshielded, and if you like it, vulnerable. Some have given up altogether. Some keep trying and faltering and wavering. Some heavily read and research on male leadership where there is a category as a last resort turns to psychologists or masculinity coaching or in the hope of finding answers to the million dollar question what does it really mean to be a man what does it really mean to be a man but the questioning does not end there Is maleness, is manhood equivalent to working, paying bills, buying food, and finding adequate, safe shelter? Will marriage miraculously change you and I into better men? By now, it must be clearer to you and I that male leadership is frowned upon in our culture. There is a general resistance to authority in almost all of society. 
But hey, perhaps this is why we should return to scripture and soak in the timeless truths of God's word. Here is a summary of what scripture would say in regard to a topic at hand that marriage entails the loving leadership, the loving headship of the man. Man or men and women are equal in God's eyes in that both men and women are created in the image and likeness of God. Men and women are also equally sinners in need of grace and salvation. Men and women are redeemed and equally forgiven. Then they are equally indwelt by the Holy Spirit. They are equally invited before the throne of grace and they are both equally heirs of God's coming kingdom. But men and women have different roles in the home and in the church. But different roles do not indicate differing worth. It's important to note that. In this podcast, we will biblically show that the man is called to be the loving leader. And next week, we will show that the woman is called to joyful submission. The roles of men and women are divinely designed to be complementary. Let me say that again. The roles of men and women are divinely designed to be complementary. That is men and women working together, each fulfilling their respective distinct roles for the common goal of glorifying God. Men and women complementing each other, not competing with one another. Is it not a wonder then that Paul writes to us in Ephesians chapter 5, 23 and 25, and I read from the ESV, for the husband, in verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. That the husband is the head, the leader of the wife, even as Christ is the head the leader of his church. In verse 25, Paul continues to write, and I read, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. For the Christian, we can learn. We can learn. That is for the Christian. We can learn a lot from Jesus Christ, who is our head. We can learn a lot from him who is the very best of the best, Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus Christ here on earth embodied true masculinity, true manhood. If you like it, Jesus embodied biblical masculinity at its best. His selflessness and sacrifice top the list. Oh, consider the increasing loneliness of his life, even to death. Throughout his ministry, he selflessly gave up his time, his energy, and his resources for the sake of others. 
No wonder Paul would write that Christ Jesus made himself nothing. The sovereign maker of the heavens and the earths made himself nothing. And he took on the very nature of a servant, the very nature of a slave. Paul admonishes us to embrace this mentality when he uses words like, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. Christ's lifestyle is a model, not only for the married, but also for how unmarried men and unmarried women should live. Jesus best displays his selflessness and sacrifice when he freely went to the cross for the saving, for the good of his bride. Our perfect savior died for a bride that had proven herself unworthy of such a sacrifice, a bride who was blind, naked, wretched, and sinful. Yet Christ was willing to die for such, which presents a beautiful picture of how husbands should love and cherish their wives. Male leadership in the home, argues Musimi and Abundo, is therefore not an assertion that the man is somehow more important than the wife. It is simply a role that God has assigned to the man to play for the well-being of the home as a servant leader, as a loving leader, not as a dictator, tyrant, or a despotic oppressor. The headship of the man articulates Musimi and Abundo is to be a loving leadership, similar to the loving leadership of Christ over his church. The husband is thus called to consider Jesus' model and seek the highest good uh, of his wife and his children and his family. According to Musimi and Abundo, the man is to prioritize self-sacrifice over self-fulfillment. And this is a high calling and a difficult job to do. And the man therefore must rely on the strength that God supplies in order to lovingly, sacrificially lead and be pointing his family to the Lordship of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Lord, thank you so much for men who lead their wives and their families. Dear God, thank you so much for the husband who loves his wife well. He is not perfect, but he does love you and strives to selflessly give up his time, energy, and resources for the sake of his wife and family. Would you be helping us to prioritize self-sacrifice over self-fulfillment? Help us in this high calling. Help us, O oh Lord, have mercy on us. And in this day and age, would you raise us, would you raise me to be such a man? Raise us to be such men for your glory and for the joy of all the girls and ladies who desire to be led and loved as you have loved your bride, the church. In Jesus' name, amen.
Let's meet next week as we reflect on that marriage entails the joyful submission of the wife. Bye-bye. Barakatele. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Brisbane Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website, gracebondchurch.org. Please join us again tomorrow for a new episode. Goodbye.